You are now listening to the Woke From Home podcast. Woke From Home can be found on all streaming platforms, so please rate, review, share, and subscribe. Also find us on Twitter at Woke From Home or on IG at Woke From underscore home. Now sit back and let's start the pod. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Woke From Home. It's your boy, Eugene. I got my people with me, Siba Toying. How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? <laughs> what is going on, uh, man? What's that? Why, why, were you, why were you giggling like that when I said I your was name? giggling because you you guys be saying my name in all kind of crazy ways. <laughs> <laughs> I say like how you said it on that first episode, episode one of No, one. I said Toying. said Toying. No, I said yeah. Toying. Toying is my name. The way that you guys are adding the boing on the end, that springiness, that's my fear. Okay, my bad. You don't need no springboard. I got you. Toying. 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 It's a roller. Toying. It's a wave. Toying. Ride the wave into it. As long as we know and we still haven't gotten this right, man. This sad. And I'm Nigerian. Now we'll yeah. keep, we'll keep it's okay. On. You guys have been call- <laughs> you guys are products of colonization. So. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> is this what today is gonna be about? Hey, it sound. It, I feel like it's gonna be that man. Yeah, uh, oh, but you know, uh, before we get into the main topic, I know there's some things that've been happening around the world. The war that's happening in Ukraine right now. I know we got other small topics that are even happening here in Texas, like you know the transgender issue that uh, Abbott's trying to place upon us it's a it's a little interesting uh tactic that he's that he's trying to put on on the uh, on the texans before uh before there's an important vote for him to keep his seat what do y'all think well, i mean well just to explain what's happening first is um governor abbott the governor of texas he it's not a decree it it's a recommendation basically for um because it's not a law either um, but basically he wanted to, he made an order that, um, parents who perform or who take their kids to gender affirm, affirming, uh, therapy or healthcare should be investigated for child abuse. And then he basically encouraged the community Texans to report parents to CPS, um, that that they believe their their children are they are providing their children with gender affirming care for kids that are that identify as transgender, and then also Paxton, who is the AG of Texas, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he also he wrote kind of like an op ed explaining like on what grounds he believes it's child abuse and why investigations should be happening. Um, of course it's well within the CPS's rights to not investigate because it's not a law. So there's a lot of fear right now in the trans community and among parents of trans trans children um, because they feel like their population that's already vulnerable is being singled out for attack from their political leaders. You know, there's, there's a, I have a lot of kind of opinions on, Excuse me. I have a few opinions on like the like transgender children should be protected. I feel like that's like common sense, right? Because they're already getting it from all like everywhere. Just like people, the members of the LGBT, the LGBTQ community. Like it's just like it doesn't LGBTQ. Make sense. Well, I, I, we're I talking a about pl- the C. We're talking I about a the C. Plus. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, I, I, my point. My my point is that like 
you know, it is it is much easier for a society, right, to 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 deal with affirming this minority, right, than it is to what? What's the point of this Abbott order, right? Like it is to make conservative people more comfortable with kind of the way that he wants to meddle into people's lives, right? Like it 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 doesn't make sense to me that again as a society you know we are subject to like these people are going to be way more hurt than this these kids are way are already hurt by you know with him not doing anything and so his choice of action is to hurt them more and it's just like a, a sad state of 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 the state that we live in honestly yeah, I mean, it's obviously... Our grid is still broken. Sorry. No, it is. It, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is 100%. There's a lot going on. There was a lot going on with that because um, I think it was there was requests to make upgrades and they were, like, denied or whatever, you know, prior to the storm happening and things like that, that, you know, Abbott's administration would like people to forget about that. So they're right. focus on other things. This this is from the same lawmakers who wanted to make bathroom restrictions statewide for Texas in Texas for trans people not using the ba- to not be able to use any bathroom other than their assigned gender bathroom. Meaning right. if you're a trans woman, you can't use a woman's restroom, you need to use the men's restroom. It failed. It did not pass. Um, they've had they've tried to take several stabs at the tra- trans community and their legislation ends up, you know, dying. But um, it's definitely politically motivated because he gets criticism from not being conservative enough, which to me is very crazy because I'm like, <laughs> there right. are so many, there are so many laws being introduced every single session of the Texas House uh, state legislature that are way more restrictive in terms of voting, in terms of making sure the right populations, AKA the white populations get to vote freely, all kinds of stuff. So that he's not conservative enough is, is interesting But to me, the thing that I find most disgusting about Greg Abbott is that he always wants to mobilize his conservative voters to get involved with the policing of others. Right. Hall monitors. He wants, in this (laughs) particular statement that he released about abuse with trans parents and gender affirming care, he said that he called on the community to be watchdogs to report parents who they felt we're providing this type of care or taking their children to get this type of care to proactively call in reports. So far, only three reports have been made. But then also, he did the exact same thing in the abortion ban. They said, oh, if you see someone, if you know someone that's got an abortion or you see someone that's getting an abortion, just go ahead and file a claim, even if it has nothing to do with you. Even if you're not the, you don't have you to be the that, You don't even have evidence. You just needed to have suspicions. Exactly. racks. You don't have to be a father. You don't have to be, and you can get a bounty for doing that. Like he's always mobilizing people. And to me, when I think about, especially with this, you know, gender affirming care situation, I think, first of all, people don't know what gender affirming care means. Just like people don't know what critical race theory means. <laughs> like they don't know what it means. People are dumb. Dumb. They don't know what it means. And to them, I just imagine the type of voters who would be supercharged up to vote for Abbott after he releases this type of statement. And if you can imagine with me, if you close your eyes and think of the most annoying white woman, you know, Karen, and she's a mom. She has to be a mom. You know what I'm saying? She's a Karen and she has to be somebody's mom. And she's the one 
that in the grocery store, she turns any magazines that have like women in swimsuits on the front of them around because kids shouldn't be exposed to that. Right. Like that's the person. She has this like righteous anger or she feels like this self-righteous urge to defend the morality of our nation or of the community by doing stuff that nobody asked them to do. And she don't know what gender affirming care is. She thinks that people are taking their kid, their 12 year old to a surgeon to get their PP removed. Like that's what she <laughs> thinks. Gender affirming care. She's like, yeah, that is child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call them because he used to be called Jose and not everybody's calling him Maria. Right. <laughs> like right. he must have had some, you know, he must have had some bottom surgery. And that's not right to do on a child. Like that's the person that gets mobilized and energized by seeing this type of type of thing. And that's just sad to me because like if you knew any trans people or if you made it a point to like be involved in your community as you're supposed to do as a Christian, because that's most of the people that are also wanting him to be more conservative is like we're in the Bible Belt, Bible Belt South. Then like you would have these relationships and understand that gender affirming care a lot of the times is freaking puberty blockers maybe and a whole lot of counseling yeah but isn't that's the whole point of like him like people saying anything because you're always going to have the ill-informed not informed like the dumber you are the better the better the politician can can sway you in his direction no matter if you're conservative or or uh liberal like if you don't look into whatever that they're spewing then what does it matter? Like, you, you, you know, like another another like uh, kind of offshoot of uh, like privilege. Not, not I, I don't want to just say like white privilege, but like uh, like, you know, middle class privilege, upper middle class. Pri- like like when you get to the point in your life where you don't have to worry about what your kids are going to eat and where and, and how school is going and, and you join the PTA and how your retirement is looking like you have to you have time you have the time right to expend energy on these type of issues right whereas like we should be kind of like we talked about last week talking about the you know the child tax care credit and and like building people like bringing people up out of poverty and the things that you know we can actually do to make to make tangible differences in people's lives when you have just time on your hands and like you don't worry about anything or anyone like you can you can find your life's work you can find your worth you can you can get this you can get this like kind of level of like self-actualization from thinking like this woman that you're describing in the grocery store that you're making the world the world a better place right in this way right so while you know these people are you know, like while while these people are are hateful, like their hate comes from the fact that they don't have to worry about nothing else. So then you have like all this room and energy to think about stuff like this. Oh, that's the thing about it. You know, that's the thing that I think is very insidious about these type of people is that they do not consider their activities as coming from a place of hate. It's coming from a place. Is coming from a place of genuine concern about the well-being of society. But the problem with their version of society is that it conforms completely with their own worldview and set of view set of worldviews or points and ideology and does not leave and does not leave consideration 
for the fact that someone could have a separate ideology and be happy in that and both could coexist at the same time. And that's right. like an innate human thing that plays out not just among people that are white nationalists. That oh, just that's not an, I disagree with the fact that it's innate. I think it is because not, if you look at innate, every, because, every because, culture, every freaking country has a version of this shit. No, no, like, no I, guess what, I guess what I'm saying is that like I don't feel like most people and, and maybe I, I just surround myself with like more like just you, like if you like it, I love it. You know what I mean? If you're doing something that's not hurting me or hurting others, then I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I'm like, I'm not, I don't think about the world in this way in which it needs to match my, my personal worldview. And that might be because you're black, man. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you're not the you're majority. Black. Here. You're not the yeah. majority. Like, cause yeah. if you go to black countries, they have a version of this. Yeah. Right. Um, so it might be along religious lines. It might be along, you know, c- certain cultural ethnic lines, but they have a version of this because it's that's it's a, some some part of it is human nature of wanting to your group to have the best resources and to be able to deter, define like what the environment is like and make it suit you. That is literally like, I think, an evolutionary thing that we do. Hmm. So it's it's very hard for I think it's hard for these people to kind of see that as like, oh, there's different ideas that can coexist and the people that should be right like i think part of the purpose of government when we're talking about life liberty and the pursuit of happiness or whatever protection of property and the social contract and all these things that we kind of uh signed up for with having a government like that's supposed to be part of the point of the government is to create is to is to be able to highlight the fact that these differences can coexist at the same time and society can still work but then when you're working with people that benefit from polarizing the conversation, you have something completely different. But wh- to your to your point real quick, what governments have you seen that actually like implementing? I mean, it just depends. There's not a lot. OK, America is a huge melting pot. So we are going to struggle with this more than Norway. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like because and and maybe the truth is they don't know how to do it because there's a lot of countries that function really well are homogenous yeah right you're right the ones where people are the happiest and everybody wants to be fairly homogenous populations with and the moment they they introduce niggas boy (laughs) (laughs) they true colors they true colors come out boy the whole ecosystem gets shook (laughs) the imbalance comes out bro yeah other places have immigrants but it's like they don't they don't affect the culture of the country the country's culture remains and you these immigrants assimilate into it but in america it's like american culture is black culture is you know hispanic culture or mexican culture or whatever like it literally is a mixture of the different immigrants populations that have come here and have called this place home it's not our but our power class does not reflect that, and that's yeah, I was about to say. I was about and, to and say that, 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 and that, that's, that's what, and that's what create. Yeah, that's what yeah. creates the, yeah. the the problem. The lack okay, of self awareness. As just as uh, as an aside, I was thinking about like you know reading about these random states that have and to touch on our conversation last week, like these random states that have all these random rules of, of all these like just like whatever, right? Like whether we're talking about voting rights or abortion rights or uh, property rights or, uh, you know, like the the bent towards 
justice or marijuana and just all that stuff, right? And I was thinking about the fact that, you know, we live in the United States of America and every state, every community, like nobody kind of has the same experience with quote unquote freedom than the next community in this country. And I've, I've, I, you know, as we get into our next topic, like I am like perplexed with the hold that the world, like the word freedom has um, in this country um, as, you know, opposed to other places in the world and how we view freedom uh, in other places of the world and how we view conflict and democracy and what we're supposed to be doing um, as, as the United States. When in this country, someone in California or Washington or Oregon is freer than than I am or than this transgender kid is you know what I mean and and like <laughs> I don't even know I, I don't even know how to put this but but just like the fact that like as we're spreading the ideals of freedom and democracy like our own country has several different classes and like there's the top shelf and then there's the bottom shelf and I, I'm sorry to say we live in the fucking the Smirnoff uh, state <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about that, though, right? It's a democracy, like you said. So I think that someone could argue that you are as free as you as you have voted to be in that state, right? Like the reason why Oregon and Washington and California are the way they are is because the people voted for the people that would create the environment that they want. So someone might argue you are free, but you're only as free as Democracy allows you to be in the democratic process is to prop up your party or your candidate, vote them, get them into office and then follow the the legislative process. Right. So someone might argue that 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 is the case. And I don't think that that would be unfair to argue. No, no. I think my argument is that the things that we're talking about, though, are things that should not even be discussed in a free society. But that's the thing. It's like it's not freedom is not it. It's a concept. It doesn't have it doesn't have goalposts as far as like what that means and how it applies, because clearly people have died on the tenets of freedom. So I right. feel like we should have like a basis and like we should have like a fundamental like this is what's consistent about. But you, gotta think, you, gotta, you gotta think about the people you gotta think about the people who died and, and how important they that they might be. Uh, revered as in terms of the the act of freedom. So, like for instance, like if you look at the grand scheme of things, as we leave Black History Month, yeah, people talk about how Black uh, Martin Luther King died for freedom, but in the grand scheme of things, do do the majority in this country actually care? No, because look what look what transpired. Like he he was able to uh, get a law passed, but nobody really like is they it really upheld? Yeah, yeah. So it, I don't think it matters. It only matters as much as the actual figures that die for this so-called freedom. How important are they? Be, are, are they revered? And I also think that freedom in this context, or the way that we talk about it, is more of because if you think about the time before 1776, when the mm-hmm. Declaration of Independence was written, is that right? That's I think that's uh, right. Yeah, that's, right. Uh, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Um, if you think about that. The people that came up with this idea of freedom and independence, they were talking about not having the right or the freedom to choose governance for themselves, essentially. 
So I think that you could argue that the whole idea of a freedom in America is about the right to choose via democratic process. But so but then, so then the democratic pro- democratic process is here and it's well established. Does it mean that people aren't able to find loopholes and create through other means interfere with the process? A hundred percent, people do that. But they that is the whole essence of the illusion of freedom is no, and, and, and that you have the right to choose. You have the freedom to choose, whereas these yeah. British colonists did not. Yeah. And, and but here's the thing. Well, OK. And and I agree with you 100 percent on that. I, I, I guess it to me, like living in Texas, having a conversation like this on the transgender on this uh, this transgender law that, you know, Abbott is kind of whatever selected like. To me, the frustrating piece of this is, is that if Texas was an independent country and America was looking at how Texas runs its elections, how Texas, how Texas has drawn its maps, how the governor, uh, how the the relationship between business and and government. And, you know, even as we're talking about the 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 grid being messed up in Texas, actually being having an independent section of that grid. You know, where, where we would look at, at how a state like this is run and be like, wait, what the fuck? Like, y'all are choosing this? We like we like we would be looking at this place like it was like nuts. You know what I, I mean? I don't think we would. I think we would. I don't think we would. I think that that's I think that that is. There's not many democracies that are. As no, oppressive I, as I, I think that that is a very you are surrounded by like minded people type of comment, because if you think about it, right. When was the last time that we sat around and talked about uh, the UK's freaking legislative process? <laughs> Never. School. No, no, I, when, listen, when is the last when, time when that people we have universal health care? We feel like their legislative process works. I mean, but there's nah. but people that live in the UK, black people that live in the UK, be talking about the same things we talk about. Yeah, they do. My cousins complain about that shit. We all talk. The time. They talk about the same thing. I mean, they complain about they complain about the high taxes. They yeah, love they, the healthcare, but they don't like them taxes. About the taxes. Same thing. I mean, you can so it, we don't talk about Germany and their elect democratic process. Like we actually American Americans do not care if the process works. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They only care that you're called a democracy. That's it. That's yeah. right. You could you might yeah. not even be you. You can say. <laughs> Representative democracy, democracy, democracy. Like, they, they, don't don't, care. they don't care. What the fuck is parliament? We got, we got. Uh, <laughs> as long as you don't have a, as long as you don't have an authoritarian government, then it's all AKA good. read here, a government that we can't influence as much as we would like, then but we don't you, care. They don't, we don't care. We're not going to criticize those, those people. Yep. Okay. Speaking of uh, authoritarians, your boy Putin's at it again. Man, look. So last week, you know, before we jump into this topic of like kind of what's going on out there in in uh, Ukraine, um, last week we kind of uh, recorded right before, um, actually the day before Putin decided to like take his troops into the country, and so we had we touched on this discussion a little bit. We you know voice you know kind of our kind of concerns of Putin the the Putin the person. And I think today we would be well served to kind of discuss where we are. I, again, being the person that I am, that's like looking at this shit like, wait, what? Didn't we do this in Iraq? 
I'm concerned about kind of the <laughs> the. But Iraq was was in response to to what to nothing to nothing. There's Wait, no, did it? We don't. We don't. To nothing. Do do hey do. <laughs> there was no. Okay, there was a response to nothing. Least, okay, so even if it wasn't in a, even if nine eleven wasn't an Iraqi sponsored attack, right? There was, was at least there was at least a precedent of the terrorist group being involved where they could at least make a case for it. Putin they, doesn't have a but, reason but to, their be whole, to their be whole case, Ukraine. But, but he the, doesn't feel, have even an attack. No one has made a physical attack on Russia. Who? Yeah. No, but no one in Iraq made a physical attack on us. Um, if They were tied to the same terrorist organization. Were they, they not? They weren't. Saddam Hussein sat up there and was just like, oh, Osama bin Laden is a, is a fuckboy. Like that, he got up there and said that he condemned it. You know what I mean? And and to me, and to me, like the, the like like your uh, kind of the memory and this country's collective memory of what happened after nine no, eleven. That's, that's actually true. That's yeah, true. like our collective yeah. memory after nine eleven was about was about nuclear war. Uh, nuclear was about weapons, it was, right? It was it's about yeah. weapons, mass destruction. Yeah. Like we as a country that's made true. up that's a true. case. That's true. These niggas were holding up yellow cake and aluminum foil balls in front of the UN on TV, CNN like this. And we're like, yo, <laughs> that's actually, you know, this is actually very interesting that you say this because <sighs> that and this is where rhetoric comes to play. Yeah. Right. And yeah. not having nuance because an Arab is an Arab is an Arab. Is an so Arab. Even if we're saying that, oh, these attacks came from Afghanistan. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, Iraq, because they all in the same organization. And, and it's, it's, not, not, and not, it's not. It's not. So, so that's very not. crazy how that happens. And and um, even wor- even yeah. worse than that, like it wasn't even there wasn't even a country that attacked us on 9-11. It was just this wild right. nigga that was just like, whatever. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I don't agree with that because terrorist organizations have to have a home base and the government typically does know just like um these white nationalists white supremacists uh-huh. that are uh-huh. functioning and operating out of the u.s uh-huh. we freely, they know where they at they leading know where they insurrections at. at the capitol yeah, yeah i'm not they, know where they the, at. Country, the government knows where they are and they look the other way and allow them to operate so i'm not i'm, disputing, I'm, not, I'm not disputing so that I'm, at gonna, all. I'm not gonna i'm not gonna abs- absolve yeah, I'm, the I'm government not, I'm not. Of, of that the country of what, of what country though of what country Exactly. That's my point. That's my oh, point. You can't use that as a point because I don't know. No, 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 no. I was like in fourth grade. Wait, hold up. I was like in fourth grade during 9-11. So. No, no, no. no. But, but my point is that my, my, my larger so point. Whatever honestly, country was shielding Osama bin Laden, that's the country. Right. Look, 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 my larger point on this point, though, is that like there's a way that we have viewed nation building in this country, right? Because just like you said, like we think of islamic nations as just this one set mm-hmm. but this dude this dude uh like the finding the differences between iraq and iran and jordan and 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 uh pakistan and afghanistan and and all these nations like thinking through the differences these are all like religiously they're different you know what i mean like even in their in their the way that they 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 practice islam is different and as americans we have never been good at figuring the differences out looking at the nuances out and uh, or looking at the nuances of the differences of this of this region and this is coming back up now 
and Putin's attack of Ukraine, right? Because the way that they're speaking of how they cannot imagine that a uh, that a, a, a sovereign nation would attack another sovereign nation is like it, it's it's very grating to me because I was it's here DRV. for the whole I was here for the whole 2010s, the whole yeah. 2000s, 2010s. We were in Iraq for 18 years and Iraq was a sovereign nation. They had a president. They had a, 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 a parliament. You know what I mean? Like they had a system of government that we came in and disrupted and now mm-hmm. we can't imagine why putin or how putin could do this to this sovereign nation and to me like that's the part that's is so frustrating right because when it's white it's right and when it's brown you frown and that's where we are i cannot dispute that um it, it's I, I feel like it's because well, i remember we talked before we got on here part of part of why uh, why Americans don't understand it is because it's not our own. Like we're not the ones that are going into war, quote unquote, for whatever reason, because somebody else is doing it. Now it's like, oh man, this is so uncivilized and this is unheard of. Why such a nation that's supposed to be first first world, this and that is, is going right. into this nation that can't even really defend themselves and trying to take their land for no reason. What you see on TV, what you've been seeing on TV uh, from like CNN and BBC and all these other white owned uh, uh, news stations. So it, it's it's interesting for sure. Just like you have the, sta- the stance you've taken in like, you know, kind of seen in, in that view is is definitely interesting of why why this nation is looking at it upon the way it is compared to what we've always done in, in our past. So uh, but what do you all think about like Biden's response in terms of like all the sanctions and whatnot that he's placed upon Russia. I know we've seen like the 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 uh the currency just pretty much plummet, which is yeah. also interesting because this currency is supposed to be backed by gold. So I'm like, if you have all this gold in reserve, then why can't your well now I'm about to answer my own well, question because you yeah, can't well, circulate. Yeah, about to answer. Yeah, that's right. You can't, you can't you trade. You can't, you can't yeah. circulate it. So it's not it's not um, worth nothing. Yeah, I mean it's I, I feel sorry for the Russian people. Because they First didn't. And foremost. Because yeah. I mean, obviously, you for Ukrainians, and we'll talk about their side and how, what they're experiencing. But um, I feel sorry for the Russian people because they don't even want this war. To be honest, um, even though ultimately, like, it is helpful in the sense that, like, for trade for Russia, they don't have to rely on the goodness of NATO and then Ukraine of allowing them to move their goods because half of their waterways freeze in the winter so they can't ship anything right so that's why crimea is so important for them because it's on the black sea and they want to like be able to have a way to get their goods places without interference from the west or yeah. west western friends but th- or there is a country i can't remember who it is i want to say is, is it turkey that has like yeah. there's a, a major a major waterway that they're they're uh that the UN is trying to like tell them like hey don't shut it off. Yeah, shut yeah. it off. Yeah. So um so yeah, I mean, but at the same time they're experiencing, you know, people in articles I was reading, it's like people are going to the bank to try to get their money out and can't get their money, can't get dollars. So now people are like at the bank and or at the mall, like buying up goods that they can hopefully sell because they'll have value once everything is over because they're like while my money is worth what it's worth let me try to use it before it gets devalued even more because prices change 
and just like all the businesses that are going under because of these the sanctions that have been imposed even the russian oligarchs who didn't care at first they getting on twitter getting irate like nah this needs to be we need to end this right now let's do peace talks because y'all messing with my money type of situation because the central bank of russia was like these interest rates about to be 20 percent and also y'all companies 80 percent of y'all's foreign reserves oh yeah y'all gotta um y'all gotta y'all gotta get rid of that because we want yeah. you to, we want them to be, that to be in, in ruble, okay? It's not going to be in dollars or euros or pounds no more. You need, you need, to, you need to get right. So, and that's when they were like, oh, no. Yeah. I, I need you to go to peace talks because this yeah. currency is becoming useless. Man, where, where to even start, man? Like, first of all, again, destabilizing, like, just imagining the destabilization of, what how many people live in russia two three hundred million people Bruh. like you know we we are we are we are trying to solve one uh humanity crisis by creating another one right because you know at the end of the day you know the world has the world has essentially said hey guess what we're about to isolate russia right they can't do business with us i was thinking about this today man like when i was i was trying to order a pair of jeans on asos and because I'm, I'm, I need a pair of black jeans. I said, bro, imagine the nigga in Russia right now who wanted a pair of jeans <laughs> online. Like your boy can't. Kit we don't submit. ship there. They're yeah. not shipping. Like Amazon canceled them orders out there, bro. The Russian people have nothing to do with this, right? And the thing about to your point about the uh, the oligarchs and the people like Putin's uh, right hands and all that, and people who have money like yeah it's gonna be uncomfortable for them for a a a, a bit but i i can almost promise you these people have multiple passports i promise you that these people there there will be a way where the rich that's that's the point of that's the point of all the pressure the pressure from the west is to reject is to you know they're they frozen people's currencies overseas like that's the whole point I no, mean, no, no, but, 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 but my, 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 my larger point is that like the, the people who will be hurt at the end of the day is the dude who had 80, you know, he had, he had, he had a, a, a 1500 rubles in his bank account and he yeah. paid his rent. Like that's the dude that's going to I mean, be yeah, hurt. it is, it is going to be. The oligarchs and the people that actually have Putin's ear. The but they're the only people influence. that can stop. They're the only people and they're, that yeah. can stop. And them. it's going to be a while before they get to this, the point of suffering where they're going to. No, they're already suffering because greed nah, is but, I suffering. mean, they're, they're, they're inconvenienced right now. Yes, right? and they don't want to be any more inconvenienced, inconvenienced which yeah. is why now, today, they have peace talks. Yeah. Yeah, and the peace and you, talks ended. You saw, you saw, yeah, it, you saw it, how it, that ended. It, it, well, actually, it ended where both sides were saying that they felt they had positive and actionable things they could take back to their governments. Uh-huh. So I'm not saying that everything is good and it's going to it's going to end soon, but it sounded from the tone of both parties that they had discussed pre- propositions that would work for both people and they got to take it back and verify. And when I was reading about Putin's main things that he wants, man, it's just like he doesn't want all of Ukraine. He wants Ukraine to be neutral. Yeah. Right. He wants, I know that's very he important. Wants, he doesn't want NATO. Yeah, he don't want he don't want Ukraine yeah. to join the EU or NATO yeah. or any of yeah, that. Right. So he wants Ukraine Ukraine to be neutral. He wants uh, Crimea to be recognized as a a Russian a Russian area. Yeah, a Russian area. Like we we are in charge of that area. They want that. 
and then they want the um d uh what did he what did he say like apparently he believes that like ukraine is a hotbed for neo-nazism uh-huh. and he wants that to be removed and he also wants ukraine to <laughs> like which is very interesting because ukraine literally got invaded by nazis <laughs> yeah so so the main thing the, the really the main thing is that putin doesn't want ukraine to be influenced by the west in any manner which is part of i mean which is a lot of the reason why he's doing what he's doing if he can control the area then he doesn't have to worry about the western influences for oh, right and he for also his. wants them to be demilitarized does that yeah, even I'm make sense? Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And it's like the dude got a lot of audacity, boy. Putin bro, got audacity. Bro. Yeah, I don't want y'all to defend yourselves anymore. But to go back, but to go back to your point about the oligarchs, it's funny because one of his <laughs> somebody that has his ears, actually uh the owner of my favorite soccer team in England. Uh, and you know how hypersensitive uh the, the British are, they've already started calling for him to give up the team. He's actually already given up store stewardship of the of the team to like the charitable board or whatever, which he which is really nothing because he doesn't handle the day to day anyway. He's kind of just, you know, where, where we at. All right, cool. And let me go do my thing. But the main thing is that he's I know he's one of those people that are inconvenienced because him and some of these other oligarchs. They have these super yachts and they're trying to move them in an area where, oh, yeah. where like <laughs> where, the, where the West can't where the West can't come in and seize those. So I know he so like to your point, they are definitely feeling inconvenienced right now. You know, people that have a lot of resources, that's the one thing that they don't want to feel like. They don't want to feel like us. They don't want to feel like they're restricted. They want to feel like they have freedom. Exactly. Right. They want freedom, freedom to exercise their yeah. money and power the way they want to. Yep, exactly. And, and so yeah, it's just very, he wants Ukraine to just be not like a, he wants them to, they could still be a sovereign nation, but like that can't do anything. Yeah. They can't they want, flex their muscles. They can't, yep. they can't push back on anything that he wants to do. That's how he wants Ukraine to be, yep. to just be out of the way, just, not necessarily yeah. to own it or for it to be part annexed into Russia. I don't, he's not pushing for that. He just wants them to be off the chest. Yep. Just board. be docile. They're just there. <laughs> they're just there. Like all these Finland, Norway, just there. Yeah, just there. Just be there. Just mind just your business. Just be there. Live your country. <laughs> mind your business. Just be there. And it's also funny, too, because, you know, to switch it over to the Ukraine side, because it's very crazy what's happening there because they have switched their strategy because, one, they didn't expect Ukraine to push back like this. Oh yeah, Putin. No, hey. no, they thought it was going to be the, very the, the quick. Inter- and the internet didn't change how modern warfare is fought. These these people on TikTok, yeah, showing people how to drive tanks. Right. Yeah. yeah so crazy. they he did not expect to put. He didn't. I don't think he expected them to put up yeah. uh, such a defense because he still don't have Kiev. They still don't have control. They still don't have. They're uh, there right now, though. They're, they, I mean, they're there, but they don't they're have. Fighting. They haven't taken control of it. There's right. also another major city. I forgot. I think it's like called. Yeah. The other okay, okay. It's the, sec- yes, the, sec- the, the second the biggest city. Yes. Yeah, they also don't have control over that area. They also don't have control over the ethnic areas that they were originally fighting for. That I think it's called the Dobris region or whatever. That they were saying, oh, these these are the people that need our help, and this is why yeah. we need peacekeepers. They actually don't necessarily have control over those areas, like full um, control over those areas as well. They're allied to Russia, but they don't necessarily have full control over those areas as well. So they haven't taken over in the way that they thought they would. Uh, 
as quickly. So they have really switched their strategy to more civilian warfare. Like they've been bringing the the energy. They as they're doing dropping bombs and stuff. They've been doing it a lot in civilian areas in order to kind of like force them to like stop fighting. But I've been reading articles about some of these Ukrainians who are like, no, we we're not moving. Yeah, we're not leaving. We're not leaving. Yeah, there was one girl, 23 years old. She was like, um, I was born in Kiev, raised in Kiev. I'm staying, I'll die here if I need to. I'm like, you're 23. I can understand if you were 60. <laughs> nah, bro. I'll die here if I need to. I don't but have, I don't have me, no, no allegiance to any. Me, I will leave soil. any fucking place. <laughs> and you know what's wild is like some of like their most like famous athletes, Ukrainians, are like, yeah, we're coming back. We're we're gonna be with the battalion. I don't know what that I don't know if they're actually gonna be in there geared up fighting, but yeah, there was hear, one some of them seeing talking about how they come in the fight or this and that. Yeah, there was it's, one it's girl who um she used to be like Miss Ukraine Ukraine or something like in a pageant. She's a pageant contestant. She had won a crown before, and she was they had her with her gun on, posted up, ready to go. So yeah, it's she looked good it's, too. She looked really good. I saw that. that I was wondering. I was <laughs> like, is this stage? Because she looks too good to be in a war. She looks good. But, oh, really? But wow. yeah. So I think you know, for me, it's like I don't think they expected that um, to happen. So I think that there's like some incredible resilience there. But we can't talk about resilience of the Ukraine country. It's not all just like nationalism and like woo Ukraine because the issues that African mm-hmm. immigrants and Arab immigrants. And just immigrants of color are having with getting out of that damn country is deplorable. But you know again, what's crazy? You know what, how you got time gonna... to be racist during a war? Bro. Everybody, you know imagine, like, imagine, like, you're in a movie theater and somebody comes in and starts shooting. And a, and a white person now trips you so that, say, no, like, you must fall. In this, <laughs> we're all running together. They're all running together. This person's not in your way. Okay? They're not even next to you. And you just put out your hand and say, where's a black person? Uh. You stay behind. Yeah, it's it's wild because I actually have a cousin that that's in Ukraine, which is even like a even fun like not funnier. It's even more wild because that's how desperate like some people are to leave Nigeria that they'll go into a eastern east Eastern European country that don't already don't really fuck with black people. You'll rather go there than than staying at home. So regardless of that, he's in Ukraine. Uh, I think my sister actually told me yesterday he actually he made it out. He's in Slovenia now, I think Slovakia, one of those two countries. Then I got another cousin in Nigeria. He was telling me that his cousin was in Ukraine. Uh, he's he's there for school and he's having trouble trying to get out. I mean, we've seen the videos of them denying black people on the trains. We I, I saw a woman today crying when she's at the train station because she's saying that the soldiers won't let them on the train to get up out of there. Um, I think it's it's really it's it's sad, you know, just seeing the abuse. And again, like it doesn't matter where you go, doesn't matter what's happening. White when they see black skin, when you see black skin, yeah, when you see black skin, they just think lesser of you, man. It's it's it's, it's sad. And it's coupled with the fact that it's hella cold. I mean, these people are in whole ass winter. Okay, <laughs> running running for their lives with their children, with their you know, some of these people are women and children. It's not just men that are being left behind. And there's been conflicting, um, there's been conflicting kind of like reports, right? Because some people that are on the ground, they're saying like, no, the Ukrainian soldiers are telling us like, we need to back up and let these white people through. 
or let the real Ukrainians through, which is crazy to me because it's not like they're checking passports before you get on the train. You feel me? Like just white, white passports. It's just like white people, which there are like black people that are born in Ukraine. So they are also like Ukrainian. Right. Mm-hmm. And then other reports is like, no, it's not Ukraine. It's Poland. Poland is the one saying like, nah, we're not accepting you guys. We're only accepting Ukrainians. Poland. Not 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 the rest of y'all. Which Poland. wouldn't surprise me because Poland is Poland, but Yeah. Po- Poland gave Ukrainians three years of open border access to the country without f- having to show any identification. You did not have to have your right now they have put they have eliminated the need for you to show your passport at the border, right? For white Ukrainians. Even right now, they're they're not even letting they well, I don't know if this has changed, but over the weekend, they weren't even letting black people get on the trains into Poland. You, you, and so it's like, uh, OK, first of all, this is not even our country, you know, like we don't. So we're not we're definitely not going to die in this country, just like your your uh, your, your <laughs> Miss right. Universe. Right. I'm dying here. This ain't my, I was not, I, born, I I was not, I was you know not I mean? born here. This is not. This and is the crazy not my thing land. about it, and, too, is who is at the border? Right. It's like you're saving these spots for people Like you're giving preference to people that didn't get there early as early as other people. Like if I got here at 5 a.m. on a Monday, it's now Tuesday. I still couldn't get on a train because I'm black. People are checking. Right. So it's to me, it's just very crazy. It's very crazy. And there in most of the things I've seen about it is reporting. Um. On social media, Twitter, it's not, I haven't seen any stories of like big news outlets. I haven't seen a CNN story on this. I have seen every, every BBC, every one of these major news stations, BBC, CNN, even Al Jazeera, um, uh, well, maybe not MSN, but they've all had at least one example, maybe more in the last, you know, five, six, seven days of just like the bias in reporting. When it comes to white faces, when it comes to blue eyes, when it comes to blonde hair, and when it comes to African uh, black people and brown people, like the, the they even now in the midst of rockets being launched into Kiev, even now they, as they are having to, they don't have to defend their humanity in the time of war in the same way that uh, black people in their own country have to defend their humanity. In the time of war, right? Guests in your country are are being treated as refugees while you are getting you're being able to be treated as a tourist on the Poland border, on the Polish border. And and to me, like that's the thing. That's why like Putin doesn't need to be in Ukraine. I wish there wasn't a war. But I think that situations like this, if nothing else, expose the double standard that exists in this world. The fact that the West has been nation building. There's 15 African countries that still have to pay a tithe to France today. And then I have to hear about Macron getting on a call with Putin. And Talking about, you told me you weren't going to do this. Why are you doing it? Like, as if he's actually listening to you. Which yeah. is why today, <laughs> even today, they posted something about him saying that Macron had called and was like, no, you need to stop this immediately. And, and right. Putin was like, okay, we're going to stop. He's not listening. He ain't listening. He oh. but, also, but also, you know, it's it's very interesting because, uh, yes, there was an article that I saw which talked about the dichotomy of how Syrian refugees were dealt with 
versus Ukrainian refugees. Oh. And how all these border countries are like, come to us, come home, we'll take care of you. Like, you need people. Polish citizens are like, I will offer up my home, I'll offer up. But when Syrian refugees were fleeing, it was like, no, we're tired of nope. y'all. Please go somewhere nope. else. Not Man. our problem. Not that's not our that's not our issue. So it's just again. Nobody can deny, people can de- try to deny it as they want to, but like I've said, I've not seen a major news uh, network pick up any of the stories about the experiences of, of, of people of color that are trying to flee Ukraine. Haven't seen anything about that from any of they, the reporting that I've been reading about that. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it a lot on Twitter, but I haven't seen like an actual news story by these us, re- reputable us. news media houses. I haven't seen that, but what I have seen is people being like, oh my God, I can't believe there's a war. I can't believe that in, in 2022. And I'm like, there's been wars this whole time. Yeah, the only reason I saw, why it's bothering you guys is because it's white people. It's white people. It's white and, people. That, yeah. and, and to me, like that's you saying the quiet part out loud. My bad, Gene. I cut you off, bro. Go on. No, you good. You good. No, I was going to say that on CNN earlier today, uh, there was a reporter. She was interviewing a, a, a camera. They didn't say what nationality, but she was African and uh, she was just talking about how she was struggling to get out with tears in her eyes and think she had a kid with her, too. And you, like, again, like you said, like you could see the cold in the air because every time she was talking, you just saw cold air. So I'm just like, there's people yeah, pe- not even people, just people are dying. People have already people have already died from freezing yeah. Yeah. at the border. I guess today there yeah. were stories because now as I Google it, I'm starting to see seven hours ago, 11 hours ago, 12 hours ago yeah. that places are picking up are picking up the story of what's happening at the border with yeah. people that are that are African specifically. But it's like, you know, you got 4,000 students. I think that was the count that they had said. African students studying in Ukraine, in Kiev, getting an yep. education. And you're telling me, there's people in Kiev that don't want to leave, right? There's people that right, have said, right. we're not yeah. leaving here. So the people that want to leave is not, what's the, <laughs> wh- why are we holding them there? what's the pro- i don't get it like, <laughs> they don't want to die there so let us leave like, it's simple they, we're, and we're, and a lot of these people will go home like a lot right. of these students will literally go back to ghana go back to ethiopia go back to zim they'll go back home i have a home you have a home i'm going home bro like yeah, a lot like, of them they don't, they're not me. trying to stay in instability got a problem with me like i'll like, go home they're not trying to stay in in, in instability in in poland it's not like right. they can just be like oh i was in ukrainian medical school and now i'm just gonna tra- transition no they're gonna yeah. go home they're gonna go home yo man it look i hope this i hope this this war comes to a swift end but while it is happening i hope that we all pay attention to the very real double standard that exists in the way that the media uh, covers uh, war when it is uh, the white people being uh, <laughs> the victims <laughs> instead of uh, black and brown people. And also how the refugees of these nations who are victim like they're like ev- like everyone is a victim here. Right. Yep. Like the Russian people, though, th- these people are about to be victimized. Yeah. My man can't order his fucking, he can't even use Uber Eats right now. Nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, yeah, a lot. And there's a lot, you know, and there's national brand or, you know, 
multinational brands that are pulling out of Russia. They're stopping production. They're saying we're not doing. We're not like Russia yeah. is like. You know, it's like they're about the, to be isolated. They're, they're like leprous right now. Like yeah, nobody yeah. wants to touch them. Um, yeah. And so that sucks for the people that are there. It sucks for the people in Ukraine that are losing loved ones and family and loss of life over nothing that ha- over right. something that has nothing to do with them over nothing really. And I think that is truly unfortunate. And I do hope that the war ends because nobody deserves to die over this political bullshit over that, some bullshit like bullshit, nobody man. deserves to die over that nobody deserves to be mis- displaced and have to leave their home and then and then you have like okay even after this is over the the short amount of time it's been what five days yeah. the short amount of time even if they were to come to peace talks and agree on something tomorrow right there's still all this rebuilding that has to be done like people have to literally pick up their lives and try to like piece it back together right and that's very extremely devastating Right. Um, but I will say this, something that I saw this week too that made me like be like, yeah, Putin is Russia cut off the internet in Ukraine. And then Elon was like, We turn the internet back on, we got satellite internet. <laughs> 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 and I thought that that was and so it's like, you know, we could talk about capitalism and how much it sucks, but to be able as a private enterprise to say, What? You guys did what? Don't worry about that. We got we turned it back. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing. But- is but doesn't that also let you know like if somebody really wanted the the help that they could, well, we're just yes. letting we're just letting them like, hey man, y'all just gotta figure this out on your own. We'll do the I mean, we'll do the shit on the side. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and I mean they, <laughs> that's true. And I and I do think you know also something else I read today is that the, Elon I think Musk that, didn't help Iraq. Go on. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Because they're not the right type of people, but we've already nope. established that. I'm sorry, sorry, we already talked about um, that. <laughs> but it does seem as though, you know, the U.S. is taking a very measured approach. They're not wanting to get in to it, right, really? Because mm-hmm. um, I did see, like, Biden could, like, basically close the airspace or something over uh, Ukraine or something like that. And then U.S. would then have to shoot down Russian planes. But they were like, we don't want to do all that. So let's just go with these financial. Let's just keep rocking yeah. on these functions and stuff like that, um, which we'll see. You know, it's, it appears to be working. The measures that have been taken to the next level because they were sanctioned beforehand. Right. But then they kind of kicked them up. And so I think that's headed in a in a good direction. Pressure wise. You don't think that's crazy. Just like how swift that the whole like Russian economy just like plummeted. Like it was literally like. 48 hours and this shit's like the world is too interconnected. The world is too interconnected. So once these once these unionized (laughs) countries say we all doing this, what can you do? It was literally like you blinked and they're they're like we're shit, basically. Bro, this look after uh the margin call when the the when Lehman Brothers collapsed, the American economy was like a, a day, two days away from utter despair. Like we are like a just in time inventory, like everyone is on debt, right? Mm-hmm. So if yeah. if the, at the first sign that you can't pay your payroll, you can't pay for your inventory that's coming in, bruh, it only takes one. That shit will collapse, you know. And so, but really, like the most punitive, the most punitive thing that's happening in Russia right now is the is their uh, central bank being handcuffed. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really what's gonna end this thing yeah. pretty quick, man. Like I, I can't imagine that they can survive like another. And week. that's why them oligarchs are probably knocking on his door right now. They're pulling up to the to to the capital and like, hey, bro, 
Kremlin, uh, yeah. Like you get you got like two days before we like on the street yeah. so asked out like, was, they, they like um so we gave y'all some time because you said it was gonna be quick. Yeah. You, you said it was gonna <laughs> be a done deal and it's been five days and yeah. you still ain't got it, so wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, try again. Yeah, wrap it up, B. Try to get yeah. it five years. You wrap it up. We because I mean, yeah. 2014 is when they took Crimea, right? Or they tried to take Crimea or whatever. Yeah. No, they took Crimea. Yeah. So it's like you know they ride on time with their schedule. He's like, they like Mm-mm, try again in like seven, five, seven years because you don't got it no more. It's also weird, I think, to be in a state of war because it feels like nothing else is going on. Or but other things are still going on too, like regular stuff you know because like love is blind season finale that came hey, out on friday <laughs> so y'all watched the finale uh yes yeah man um, it happened as i thought it would really yeah so, except for except for nick and danielle because i did not expect nick to say i yes. thought i thought nick was gonna say no bruh i, yeah, thought I, I didn't expect that i didn't yeah we uh okay, so. me, me, me and a wife, we uh kind of wrote. I know uh my wife's sister. She also she uh wrote down her predictions beforehand, and uh me and my wife we did the also the same thing. And you know my my predictions were way off. <laughs> I didn't have nothing right except the only thing I had right was uh, Shane saying that he uh <laughs> that he would say. I had Shane saying no. No, I didn't even have that right. I, honestly, I, the only one I had right you was had Nick Shane and Danielle. Saying no. Huh. You had Shane saying no? No, I had him saying yes. Okay. So that's why I backed off. Yes. The only ones I had right were uh, Jared, Jared saying yes. I didn't have, no, I thought Ayana was going to say no. Oh, no. I knew that. So the only one I had right was Jared and then the Nick and uh, Nick and Danielle. That was and it. Nick and Everybody. Danielle, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah. I didn't expect um, Salvador. I didn't expect oh, Sal. Sal. I didn't expect Sal. Sal to say no, but I'm so glad my boy did. I'm my so glad. Was so that so, lately, up and yeah. down. <laughs> no, it was very so, annoying. You don't, but you don't think it's weird that they had them like saying all these sweet nothings and saying their vows and uh, oh yeah, yeah it's a it no. is weird, but it's editing because actually I did read a thread on Reddit because now that the show, too. I've been deep in Twitter and Reddit threads about uh, Love Is Blind season two and the crew. Some of the people that are on the crew for the show, they actually get on Reddit and start telling you stuff. And so mm-hmm. they talk about editing. One couple they talk about is Nick and Danielle. They were like, editing was very severe on her because like she wasn't as bad. Like she definitely, one of the people said she definitely could benefit from therapy, but she wasn't as crazy as they edited her to be. Like their relationship was not mostly her like accusing Nick of stuff and them fighting. Like that was not most of what they filmed. So that was one thing. Another one that they said that was edited was Sal and Mallory, but it was edited in the opposite way that Sal and Mallory had a lot more problems that were edited out than what we saw, which is why it was so shocking for everyone, which Which makes sense. That's that's how you got to do television. TV. It's like nobody expected this man who cooked all this, that stir fry, and put rose petals on the floor yeah. and like dealt with her flirting Don't and rubbing. Don't you ever put rose petals on my floor, by the way, man. That dealt with her flirting and rubbing her leg, her foot on somebody else's leg, playing footsie while her husband was in the, her fiance was in the room. Bruh. And like basically saying like her ring was not the right color and all Bruh. this kind of stuff was going to say no. Nobody thought Bruh. he was going to say. He was composing her songs with her name in it. 
nobody thought in English and Spanish. Nobody man. thought like, man. talent, talent. Yeah, so I know he got, exactly, man. I know he got a lot of buns before, before, before uh, he got on the show. Oh, bro, even after, bro, I'm sure that's yeah. why he came on. Here's the thing, you know. I'm, I'm I don't glad think that, Sal came on for that. He seems genuine. No, but, see, that's uh, the okay. But 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 now that you're saying everything that the crew is saying, like I would be very interested about kind of like all this stuff happens in like um like a month, like six weeks, mm-hmm. like it's a very it short takes, period of time. It takes 38 days for them to film this show. 38 mm-hmm. days. So also, sorry, let me drop this real quick. These people before they get married, they have only gone. The couples that do get engaged, they've only been on 10 to 15 dates. And the dates last usually between 10 to 15 minutes. Wait, 10 to 10, 10 to 15 dates to, total? 10 to 15 yeah. dates total. And the wow. time that they talk is 7 to 15 minutes long. Are Bro, you serious? Just let you know how much more crazy these people are. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't trust Sal either. Hey, <laughs> she's like, that doesn't make no sense. 10 minutes. You have it's a hundred minutes. Malcolm yeah. Gladwell wrote in his book Outliers. You needed ten thousand hours, yeah, before you uh, be a- knew that you was making. It, before you were talented, bro. That's what. Listen, that's how long I would demand before I propose to somebody. Shut I need up your 10, mouth. Hours. <laughs> Shut up. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't come up to bite you. <laughs> exactly. But honestly, like, it's just very crazy. And then another thing, too, was like Shane. Shane did cocaine. He was yep. definitely on drugs while Wait, he was. What? On, yes. And T-pills. He was doing testosterone pills. Testosterone pills. pills. But it, it makes sense. Shane was always like his eyes, just the way he, he was. was I always, I always well, his bachelor party was so funny to me. Because he couldn't hit any of the balls and he was so mad. But and he, was, was, he, he was like, he was look at Sal with his yes. with the dress skinny, shoes on. Skinny pants skinny on jeans on. He can't even move and he's blasting the ball out. And that to me, honestly, that to me was so gratifying because I really hate like when people have arbitrary markers of masculinity and enforce that mm-hmm. on other people. And I did not like how they were trying to make Sal, even when Mallory was talking about Sal, like, um, like almost like he's an effeminate man. And he went up there in his dress shoes and his slacks and was hitting them balls. He was yeah, he was. Man. Thank you. He was. He was. So what was y'all talk, so what you talking about? But uh, no, the reunion is coming on on uh, Friday, though. And I'm going wa- I'm to be with my popcorn ready it. to watch because <laughs> it's going to be spicy. I want to see Ayana see the actual conversation between Jerry. That's, that's the only, why, that's like, the only, that's the only thing I'm waiting Wait, what? You said what? Oh, sorry. Spoiler. My bad. Damn. My bad. My bad. You said, Damn, wait, no, what did you say? Bad. Damn. Don't worry about bad. it. Then you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. No, I don't mind spo- <laughs> I don't mind spoilers. No, that uh Jared Jared and Ayana not together no more. Yeah, I I don't the reason why I knew she was gonna say yes. But I don't think she's gonna be able to get over Him the going fact out. that he chose Mallory first. He chose Mallory yeah. because he talked to her for a hundred minutes. Man. Like that shit is so dumb to me, so, man. I don't yeah, think man. It's dumb. He, it was, and he asked indirectly. It wasn't a direct question. He didn't directly ask, but the idea is, or the the implication of the question was that he was going to ask her because and the thing is i was all for the argument that he never he didn't ask her and it's not fair to imply that he was going to because he might have went on his next day with ayana asked the exact same question to have it as more data points for his decision the thing that messed him up 
was the way they edited. Because you actually don't know when he said, oh, Mallory's the one for 50 years. Ayana, I yeah. get together. But Mallory's 50 years or whatever. This is a lifetime thing. You actually yeah. don't know if he said that before he asked her that question or not in the pot. You actually don't know at what point yeah. he asked her that. Because then, he did say he was going back and forth a lot. So you actually don't know. But the way yeah. they edited it what was like... What is wrong with that? What is wrong with... No, but but wait, the, no, the way that they edited it was that he said that, oh, Mallory's my 50-year plan. And then he went in and asked that question. I don't think... For me, I don't think that's the problem. The problem the problem is what's going to really mess him up is the emotions after that. That dude was boohooing. Like he just lost like a grandparent. That's what's that, going to mess, gonna mess him, up. him up. Is the party when they was on the beach as engaged couples and I he mean, was staring into her eyes talking about, I wouldn't have got you the wrong ring. I would have yeah, got you the man, right one. That, yeah, I remember that, what that, you that, like, girl. Toyin, you just said that they went on 10 to 15 dates that were seven minutes total it not total it, not per i person. agree with you i agree with you no not total they per, per like with the person that they okay 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 not no. total but, but still, even that's not, but still it's not a lot of time but what i'm saying is i agree with you right i think that this episode you, can, you can't know more time than they were in the pods with their couple li literally <laughs> i i agree with you but at the same time for the other people they were in the experiment so for Ayana, she was in the experiment. And from her perspective, she fell in love with this person and he was her first choice. It doesn't matter how unreasonable the time frame is. Like she's going to feel how she's going to feel because she was also in the experiment as well. And they were in this alternate universe together. So that's that's the thing. And then Shake, yeah. Shake actually is a clout chaser. Yeah. Shake is a clout chaser. I can't even talk about Shake, man. Shake is a clout right. chaser. And the thing is, the thing that he didn't like about Deep Deep was her the loose skin that she had from losing weight? Wait, why you why you think that? He said she she said that she needed to be studied by science for right. how much Wait. extra skin she had. Wait, what? He said that to a production to a to a. Producer. This y'all read this on Reddit? Yes, yes. he said that Whoa. to a producer on the show. During wow, and apparently thought, he was constantly making comments about her body even to the other men we already saw that on yeah, camera we saw a piece of but that, apparently yeah. he was making like these type of disparaging comments about her all the time every wow. time they were gathering together like the, he was talking about this and he was talking about it and he had told the guys for example when they were i don't remember what the guys were doing maybe the bachelor party something and he was like oh my problem with her is like you know i've never dated someone over 110 pounds so i don't even know like almost how much like does she weigh like one thirty. Well, how I mean, much he, he how, weighs one ten. How much? The problem is the, he don't weigh one ten. <laughs> he, he does not. That's, yeah. that, that's a small man. That dude. That dude he had a full uncle. He had a he uncle full be uncle belly. belly. He ain't oh, one ten. But the thing is about that is just like he was saying that and stuff about her and even trying to like you know. But then when he would talk to her, it'd be different. And then now even off so, even on social media, like her brother had release a statement basically talking about how he does not feel bad for shake and all the hate that he's getting on online uh -huh. because, because he was constantly making these comments about his sister. And then he was like, don't at me. Like, I'm not trying to talk to you. I just want you to know, I don't give a fuck about you. Type yeah. And then shake posted. And this is why I said he's a cloud chaser because he posted a picture of him FaceTiming her brother. And then his caption on it was like, get at me, big dog. And you know like, what's funny? Like, pick what's, up, big dog. I'm like, are you yeah. sick? 
Yeah. And you know what's also was funny is when she said no, which I was surprised about, and how he was just like, Oh yeah, let's party. You know, oh, yeah. it was I got a I re- reservation this. at No Boots later. Yeah, I, I I'm glad that this happened because I mean I was kinda I was kind of on the fence too. So I'm glad she broke up with me instead of me breaking up with her. Like, come on, bro. But apparently were- production, she wasn't gonna say no. She was undecided. She was like, Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's production right. convinced her to say no to him because Wait, they knew- what? Yes, because they knew that he wanted to embarrass her by saying no. Wow. He was gonna say no to her. He was gonna say wow. no to her and try to like embarrass her. And so wow. they told so- her, they convinced her. To say no, so that she could go first. So salute to them, then. So what? So do you think they had that type of interference with with Sal and Mallory? Because I was surprised he said no, especially after all those. Well, they were words apparently fighting. Tears in his so, eyes. No, I think they were fighting, so that was different. But um, mm. but yeah, like and Natalie, the same thing too, because Natalie and Shane, people were like, oh, it just seemed like all of a sudden they had this big fight, and it was like production was like, no, Shane has been saying crazy stuff to Natalie, Natalie for for a while. Like when mm. he was like, I hate you. And this is the worst thing. That was not the first time that he said right. that to her. That's, so that's he wild. He had been talking like that to her. And so she said, no. How can Natalie, you say so? Natalie was already like too pure of a person. Pure? Was, I'm just saying like, she would just like, seem like she was just like, just night like Sal. She mm-hmm. just seemed nice. Like she was a kind. Natalie parents, wasn't nice though. Her parents were sweet as shit. No, like, her parents were sweet, but Natalie, yeah. you think about the way she joked with Shane. She's not nice. Yeah, mm. she was. She reminded me of her mom, kind of, without the cuss words. She's mm. not. She's not nice, and that that was actually Natalie's whole thing. She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm this Asian woman, and like men don't expect me to be as spicy and as like yeah, no, that's direct yeah. as I am, and so yep. that causes dissonance for them because they're like, yeah. oh, she should be like docile and gentle, yep. and she's not like that.' And Natalie wasn't like that. She was very, she's very sarcastic and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But she did seem like she was genuine in her intention of trying to like make the relationship work. I'll give her that, yeah. but she she wasn't like nice. I wouldn't. Do, do you think you could date any of those the the dudes that they highlighted? Absolutely in the show? not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just feel like, I just feel like conceptually the the concept of the show just makes it like these are very unserious people, man. No, like, absolutely not. Especially it's not. No, it's unserious. Especially not. Um. Honestly, Sal is not that bad. I also don't think Jared is that bad. I think people vilify him online. I think the thing that made him bad was the conversation he had with Mallory at the like party. Yeah, that's a that was a, a bad normal one. conversation though. No, no, no the, no, the bro, energy between no, them was bro, inappropriate. Man. No, so like they could have. So, so, so he's see, not allowed this to is have why, a see, genuine. This, this is why people are Come singing on, resentment to you from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you have people singing resentment. Nobody's uh, saying that he couldn't talk to her or they couldn't come together to process what <laughs> happened in the pod. It was the way that they were having the conversation. The things he was saying to her was not from a, oh, I just want to unpack what happened. It nah, was from bro. a like, if I could if I could have you right now, I still yeah. would. That was yeah. very much the energy. Yeah, that was definitely okay, like, I'm, I'm saying that in the, in the world, the universe they created, honestly, what would have been wrong with that? He's, it but was the nothing things, wrong with engaged. it before he was engaged, but now yeah. he's y'all are using the, y'all are using like these serious terms for this See, very unserious. It doesn't matter that but, yeah, but, 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 but why would you why would you get to the point where you where you got on bended knee? Why he wouldn't you be taking it serious at that point? She didn't propose to him. He proposed to her. He also proposed. Well, here's the thing. 
thought he Iana, did. Liana knew. First of Iana, all, her name is Iana. Iana, <laughs> first of all, I don't care enough about this lady. Okay, but she's like, a black woman, so say her name. All right, Iana. Her name is Ayana, but anyways, continue. The <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation was not correct, but you see how he, you see how he handles handles your name too. Listen, she <laughs> knew from jump that she was the second choice, so I really don't know what we're talking about. First of all, see, but it does not matter. The problem was not that. Okay, it matters to her. To me, the problem. I like I said, I started off by saying. I don't think Jared is a bad guy. I think he's getting vilified on social media. But the thing that messed him up really was the conversation he had post-engagement. Nobody's saying that he couldn't process. Obviously, people also don't think that the feelings just go away. But it was the way he had the conversation. It was very flirtatious. It was Uh very, I mean, obviously they were all drinking. But it's like that would not be an appropriate conversation for anyone talking to an ex. Because that's essentially what she is, is an ex. Bro, you, and that I would guess. be an inappropriate way to have a conversation. So it doesn't matter that their engagement took them 100 hours to get there. He didn't have to propose to her. He didn't have to, but he did. No, no, that's right. He did not. So did not. even after Mallory rejected him, the love of his life rejected him, he could have said, you know what? I don't want to propose. Because plenty of couples on the show, people in Love is Blind, the couples that we see, that's not the only couples. Plenty of people leave Love is Blind and start dating in the real world. Plenty right. of people do that. Right. So he could have just said, you know what? I'm not ready to go to engagement, not be on the show, not get engaged. He could have said, I'm not ready to be in- engaged to you. And like they could have continued their relationship outside of the show. But he said, I want to propose to this woman and marry her. And then went to that Mexico and was showing his entire ass. <laughs> Guys, the, pre- the entire premise of the show is that these couples go through the whole fucking charade of wanting to get married and making a choice. Like, like my man, like, like, Gene, how long was your, did, did it take from start to finish for you to get ready for your wedding? Was it three weeks? Was it four weeks? Was it a year? 18 months? You know what I mean? Like, they're trying, they, they put, they, they, I, I will never feel bad for someone who in two weeks changes their mind. Like, I, I just, it's impossible. But that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that he's bad. Even if he changes mind, doesn't make it bad. His the way he had the conversation is the problem, and I feel like you're what you're way using, like this is a but this, but, is, a but this is what world. But this is what I'm saying, see. But this is why you get into problems, bro. Can you not stop saying that on the on the? <laughs> <laughs> this is why you okay. Let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase so that this part can be edited. This is why this is why men get into problems with women. This is why men get into problems with women because you want to apply your definition to a situation that's already defined. It does not matter that this was a fictitious situation or that it was completely and arbitrarily contrived by producers. You entered into a commitment, a a relationship. Everybody knows what an engagement means. You entered into that willingly. No one forced you. You could have had other options. You didn't do it. So the conversation that he had with Mallory, him talking to Mallory was not inappropriate. The Mm -hmm. way that he carried on with Mallory, looking into her eyes, Making Google sex faces, r- letting her rub his leg. It was entirely Bro, too much. I have, inappropriate. To call, I have to co sign with Tony, inap- man. There's it no, was inappropriate no, for the status of their relationship. Full there's, stop. Yeah, there's no way on this earth that I do that to a, a, a woman, an ex, or whatever, and my wife is there and she sees the playback. 
There's no way. There's no there's way. No, there's, there's no, no relationship way. that a woman's going to yeah. be like, well, I mean, we did just meet two weeks ago. It doesn't matter nah, because bro. he is the one that accelerated the relationship yeah. by proposing to her. So he could all wow. accelerate the, the relationship. It doesn't is matter. Accelerated she, by the very Seba, Seba, but they can walk out after that. He didn't have to leave with a woman. He could have waited until after the show over with. He, he wanted to keep her. being on television. So I, that makes do sense. Do we that, know that? Does, does, that, does that help? Your argument about Jared not being shouldn't be <laughs> no. vilified because it's making no, him sound no, worse. No, 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 no. I think the 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 point that I'm making is that at the end of the day, this is an entertainment experience, and Jared having had in his heart of hearts, he wanted Mallory, like that's okay. the one that he came there for. And when he okay. saw her for the first time, he was like, "Damn!" And when she saw him, she was like, "Damn." Like okay. I made the wrong choice, right? Like okay. they instantly connected in this the first time that they're seeing each other, right? While they're right. both engaged, so let's let's put that there. Okay, okay. I, I, again, they're both engaged, but what the, what does that even mean? In but the that's, Chiba, it means on, they're man. engaged, Chiba. You can't redefine on, engagement man. because they had it. Are, they, they, this show redefined. No, it doesn't. Dating. No, it, does it, it, it no, redefined it relationships. People, people in the real world do this shit anyway. People in the Ooh. real world, first Ooh. of all, people in the real world, I know of couples who they met and married in two weeks. People this is do, not, this is not people, a brand new concept. People do it. Just because they went on a show to do it, it's entertainment for us, but for all intents and purposes and what these people say about themselves, it's a very real experience for them. Look at last season, people are still married from that. So it's uh -huh. a real experience for them. So you can't redefine engagement because you um, haphazardly entered into the engagement. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you got there. <laughs> you did haphazardly like, enter. No, you didn't. No, because you didn't have to do it, bro. You didn't <laughs> like, have to. You no, walked, Jared, you Jared does not get any points back. Nah, you could you could have walked out. You could have walked out that joint. I'm not asking for points from Jared. What I'm so saying is, then I need is, you to condemn what he did. You need I to cannot. acknowledge. No, I need you to acknowledge that the conversation that he had with Mallory while engaged to Ayana was inappropriate. That is the no, main okay, premise do, do, of what you, we're do, saying. Do, 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 okay, can I, this is how I will condemn Jared. Jared should have never proposed to Iana after he cried his heart out for Mallory. He should have yes. been like, you know he what? Should've, he should have been like, you know never. what? Let me let me take some time to heal. Let me take some time to myself. Let me go. Let me go to Costa Rica. Let me go to go to Mexico here on my own, just dip my feet in the water and just, you know what I mean? Like, he should have done that. No, he yeah. should The nature of the show that he was no, on bro. was not that. He doesn't have no, to be bro. on He don't show. have to do he that, connected, He connected with two people in this no, world. No, that's not the nature of the show. Because the nature of the show was, look at freaking Shayna and Kyle. Did Shayna and Kyle not get engaged and break their engagement? Exactly. Bro, listen, if you went to all them people's houses... And you saw the mom, the Shayna's mom look at you like you was. But it doesn't matter. Like they they was, broke yeah, was, off their engagement because it wasn't they because they decided it wasn't the right steps for them moving forward. Whatever the reasons why they decided they decided. And Jared didn't have and Jared didn't make that choice. Jared literally said, "Hey, you know what? My first choice. It it was nice to see her. I just don't understand. I got, like, I got my wife over here. I got Seba. this woman. I Seba. got Plan B." Seba. I went to Walgreens and I got Plan B. Seba, <laughs> Seba, come on, man. I just don't know why you're, you're caping for this. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm not caping. I'm so, just trying to. I'm just trying to make sure that this man. 
does not get no, all he hate should. mail. No, he should yeah. get hate mail for the conversation that he had. People are not hating him only because he chose her as second choice. People are hating him because he she was his second choice, and then it was also very clear whenever and he wanted closure he went, with his first choice. He it wasn't closure okay, that, that he went there for. And even if you bro. want closure, there's a way to have those conversations without violating your partner. Bro, hold on, Siba, 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 Siba. That scene, that scene looked like looked like like closure that you can show your 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 current. No, absolutely not, man. <laughs> You know, the first time I watched that, I said, boy, Jared, Jared is fucking up, bro. When she started rubbing his leg. And nah. he was just looking into her eyes. His bro. eyes all glassy and watery. Wait, with his, he no. tilted his head and started yes. glancing. Come on. And then he was like, give her the. He, he, knew, he had knew he had, he had made the wrong. He, yeah. he did not. He did not plead his case as strong as he could have. Listen, nah, so it's because just, he, when she watches he, that back, they can, when she watches that back, it's not gonna say. And even anyways, I said I was gonna be calm on this episode today, and I succeeded <laughs> until now. Because he had thing, that, yo, yo, Jerry yo. just Jerry Jerry had that look on his face, like man, you know I can clap them cheeks correctly, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He said, he said, look at that. He said, look at that little little boy, Sal. He can't pick you up. He can't. Horse <laughs> you up. Yeah. I said, I said, has that man picked up his ukulele for your ass? Yeah. <laughs> right. Literally, that is the vibe that Jared was giving. Was like, girl, I'll, I'll pick you up right now. Like that was literally the vibe. But it's too bad. Like, they could have easily broke off their engagements even after that and said, you know what, let's give us a try. Well, look, so you can't be mad at the chart, other people had, for feeling their way. On my chart, I had Sal. I mean, sorry, I had Mallory and Jared getting together uh, when we looked at my brackets. And I said, I think I might be right because I think that might be <laughs> what's actually happening in real life. So we'll see you on Friday at the reunion show. Uh, yeah, hopefully Putin is out of Ukraine by then and we can enjoy it with a with a peace of mind the trivialities I mean, of life <laughs> this was a good this was a good episode uh, you know we kind of again just kind of bounced all over the place yes because Diva <laughs> you always take us to another place hey man can you just say goodbye to the people so we can always get, we, we, we we get always back to our us, lives you're always taking us in a meandering valley <laughs> on that note, you know, again, you can find us at Woke From Home on Twitter. You can find us on IG at uh, Woke From underscore Home. Uh, you, anybody got anything else before we uh, tap out of here? Racism is very bad. You people should stop. Bro, racism in the time of war is very bad. You people should stop. And then also, just in general, war is bad too. You people should stop. Oh, yeah. Whites, war, war, blacks. War. All right, guys, on that note, <laughs> we'll holler at y'all next week. <laughs> All right.